Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey guys, Stacey and Christy here. How are you going? Hello. Um, What's going on? What's happening? This is just a little, um, what do you call them? A PSA. Yeah, a PSA to let you know that Thinker Girl, the podcast, uh, will be having a brand new face very soon and all of our podcasts are going to be living in one destination. We have very big news to share with you over the next month or so. So make sure that you are following and subscribing Thinker Girl, the podcast feed. Um, These episodes are going to go across all different feeds. Um, The link will be in the show notes of this episode, uh, exactly where you need to find us because in maybe a month or so, there will be one destination yeah but you're in the right place for that you are mm-hmm. well you might be yeah this is going to go across a lot of different feeds and if you're not you will be now so just click the link in show notes because that's where we're going to be hanging yes and make sure you do so you've got probably about a month to get your shit together yeah love you guys love you now for the show get ready because you it's that time of the week again. We should have rehearsed that bit. <laughs> All the thoughts you're thinking, but not saying. Stacey and I will go ham. We each bring a gem to the table, something we're thinking but not saying. Coming up this app. I wouldn't say like I had full-blown anorexia nervosa, but it's like you look in the mirror and you feel you feel like you don't like the way you look. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Hello, hello. It's Thinker Girl, the podcast with Stacey June and Christy Mercer. What's up? It's our summer sessions little bit, you know? I'm here too. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys. I uh, hope you are chilling um, and having a nice break like we are. Um, this this podcast is to just throw back to the last the year that it was, giving you our favourite moments um, on the podcast and on the radio show. Yeah. Um, if you want the lowdown on what the dealio is for us in 2018, it's very, very exciting. We announced the Thinker Girls pod channel that's going to be launching Jan 2018. Yes, that's right. Make sure you're subscribing to Think Girl, the podcast, uh, because that is where the pod channel will launch. And there'll be more info on that on that next year. But it now, just enjoy. Enjoy back, back, backtracking. <laughs> if your first name rhymes with your second name. You know my name? Jerry Perry. What's your name? Matt Pratt. Yeah, it sounds like a random thing to ask, but it's because of what... What went down in the travel agent today? So anyway, I was just um, sitting in the travel agent asking some questions about Sri Lanka to go at the end of the year. Mm. And I know we don't know like when we have time off, etc. So <laughs> talk about that with you uh, shortly. But anyway, there was this really nice lady. Chrissy comes into work. She's like, I've booked a ticket to Sri Lanka. Oh, cool. We're on air. <laughs> uh, don't joke. It could happen. No, it's just on it hold. It probably would happen. It's on, it's on hold. I haven't actually... Better check that date with you. Anyway, there's this really nice um, chick. Her name was Maria. And it was really embarrassing because one of the other guys came over and he's he was like, oh, are you Christy from the Thinker Girls? And she was like, I'm so sorry I didn't know who you were. Oh, I hate it when people say that. So, I didn't know who you were. Yeah. I felt I was so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? So then the next thing she says is, oh, my cousin is named Alex Perry. What? <laughs> 
named. I think because she's gone, oh, he thinks you're famous. I also know someone famous. Uh-huh. It's my cousin. And I but said, hang on, is her cousin actually Alex Perry or her cousin's name is Alex Perry? Well, that's what I asked. I said, is is it is it is he called Alex Perry or is is he the Alex Perry? She said, no, he he is Alex Perry, the oh, designer. And I said, oh, we love Alex Perry. Yeah. She goes, yeah. So you know him, yeah, yeah. You might also know his brother, Jerry Perry. I'm and I was so like, what? hold up, Alex Perry's brother is called Jerry Perry. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much. I'm sorry. What? Alex Perry's brother is called Jerry Perry. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. I, I'm pretty I'm, sorry, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're not sure. What was either James or Jerry, whatever, something like that. But I'm, I think it James may be James Perry and Jerry Perry are very different. I think it may be Jerry Perry. I think his brother's name is Jerry Perry. But I think he also is like has some level of fame. Because she's like, with asking. Some level. <laughs> she was I've never heard of Jerry Perry, Alex Perry's brother. Well, she was asking me. Has anyone else heard of Jerry Perry? <laughs> she was asking me if I knew who he was. Like, and she said, like, not a screenwriter. It was someone, somebody of note that I should know. And anyway, because oh. I think if you knew that his name would rhyme like that, you'd probably remember who he was. The end of music. <laughs> alone. Are there other people out there that have... Like a rhyming first name with their last name. Jerry, I've never heard of anybody that has a name to that level of ring. Well, I have because our family friend, oh, no. her name's Innes <laughs> and her last name is Adminus. That's just the same name. That's Innes. Innes. No, it's not. <laughs> That's her maiden name, Innes Adminus. Like, she didn't marry into that, so it's not like a cruel twist of fate. That was her name. I love it, but Innes Innes is the same name. Innes, no, Innes Adminus. So Innes Adminus. No, Adminus. That's not her last name now. She's Innes Andinus. Adminus. Adminus. It's different. Innes Adminus. It just so happens to be that, though. Innes Andinus. Adminus. It's not, it's not the same words with the word and in it. It's Who different. Who is calling these people these names? We'll find out. 31065 is the number. Oh Does your first name rhyme with your last name? Is your name like Jerry Perry? <laughs> Jerry Perry's the funny. Can we please confirm that Alex Perry's name is Jerry Perry? That's <laughs> a thing you got. You know my name? Jerry Perry. What's your name? Matt Pratt. Oh, so good. I was at the travel agent today and a lady said, do you know my cousin Alex Perry? You might also know his brother Jerry Perry. I don't know which part I'm finding funnier. Jerry Perry as a name or the fact that Alex Perry's brother is Jerry Perry? <laughs> According I'm, to you. I don't know if she said James or Jerry Perry. Oh, I'm pretty sure she said Jerry Perry though. But anyway. Sounds like Perry Perry. You've also got a friend with the same name. Or family friend, Ines Adminis. Was, Ad, Adminis was her maiden name. So she didn't marry in. That's what was the name. Ines, Ines, it's basically her name times two. No, Adminis. Yeah, but it still sounds Not like and. Ines and Ines. <laughs> that two people in one. Eva, tell us that you've got something as funny as, funny as these names to share. Uh, hey, girls, my sister's name is Claire Blair. Claire Blair. Claire Blair, that's it. 
A C and an E, and that's extra. That's it, Claire Blair. Oh, Claire Blair. So good. With Claire an accent, it's more intense. Uh, Claire Blair, are you here? Oh, it's just a joke. <laughs> Bev on 3106. Is it your name that rhymes with your last name? No, no. It was a patient of ours. Her name was Eileen Lean. No. Yes. Eileen. I wanted to lean lean twice. <laughs> she is uh, shocking. And she has to say Eileen Lee. Poor like bitch. She's trying, like when you say her name was Eileen Lee, that doesn't sound as funny as when she would have to say, hello, my name's Eileen Lee. Yes, Poonam, hello. Do you know someone who has a rhyming name? Yeah, I know two people actually. Oh, go one for it, my, go for it. One of my close friends. His name is Yanni Yanakis. Okay. And I always tease him. I said, "What did your parents run short of names?" It's a lot of people. A lot of people are rhyming, but then also almost doubling the name up. It's yeah, like, that's what it is. That's what it is. And my father-in-law too. His name is Chandu Chandi Ramani. So the first five like letters are the same. So a double up. A double. That'd yeah, be like yeah. that'd be like Stacy, Stacyus. Yeah, Stacey, something Stacey, like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's too much, Stacey, to handle. All right. Tara, do you know someone who has a rhyming name? Yeah. um, It was many years ago. It was a girl that um, worked for us, and her name was Taylor Taylor. (laughs) So we had to slang name her uh, Tay-Chay, of course. Tay-Chay. Sounds like Chav or like, ooh, that doesn't sound good, does it? Yeah, but she was really young as well. That's like so long that she has left of that. We've got Jenny on the line. Uh, Jenny, can you add to hi. this list of list of goodness? Yep, uh, Jenny Brenny. Your name's Jenny Brenny. I am Jenny Brenny. Get out of town, gal. Did you ma- so- did you marry into that name, or was that your? Do your parents called you that? Yeah, my parents uh, think they're funny or something. I'm not sure, but Jenny Brenny. <laughs> oh, Jenny Brenny, you bring us you're, so much joy and I apologise on behalf of the world for what thank you've you. had to encounter. <laughs> I know, it's been Your horrible. entire life, Jenny, thank you for playing along. <laughs> Chloe has called, look, Christy reckons, Chloe, that Alex Perry's brother is named <laughs> Jerry Perry. I'm not 100%, but I think maybe. Oh, you can't throw that out there as a as a whim. Have you, can you top this, Chloe? Uh, my man has a really good friend, hangs Julie Dooley. <laughs> no, is that a real life thing? That's a real life thing. Her name is Julie Dooley. Julie Dooley. Yeah. Oh my God, Alex Perry's called. <laughs> Hello, Alex Perry. Hey, hey. <laughs> I've, you know, I've got off my man flu bed to call you. Oh, I, oh I, doll. I oh, I know, I know. I, I don't have a sister. No, what about no, her brother? No, your co- no, your cousin Maria, who is booking my Sri Lankan holiday today, said, "Do you know my cousin Alex Perry and uh, and his brother? You might know him too, Jerry Perry." <laughs> is it Je- is, is it Jerry Perry? No, I don't, there's no Jerry. That's not very Greek. I don't know any Greeks called Jerry. So this whole freaking thing is a lie, Christy. What is your I've brother's name? Called, I've got a sister called Katie. Katie Pitney. Katie Pe- oh, oh. <laughs> fell for oh. it. I did. I took <laughs> it. <laughs> I just took it. Katie, I can pull it out of the hat. I actually bought that. I actually bought that. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I did. I was like, "What? Hang on, that's the same as oh wait." But do you even have a brother? You've got two brothers, and not neither of their names are Jerry. 
Unfortunately not. Oh, does it start I, I would with... love to have helped this along, but I just can't. Does, no, it start no. with, does it start with J at least? No, nah, not at all. What the f, Christy? Do you have a cousin Maria? Let's get to that lot, that end. Yeah, but that's yeah. I've got a few, but that's like you know. I mean, <laughs> come on. Christy has just bought this story. Have you seen, have you seen my, my big fat Greek wedding? Like oh. everyone's like Maria, Nick, Steve. <laughs> oh my God! You have just bought this woman's story, oh, no. and now you have to go back and book a flight from her. So Alex <laughs> Perry, please feel better. We're sorry for wasting yeah. your time. Thanks. No, that was fun. That Love was you. Oh, it's good a Missed anything from the Thinky Girls this week? After your story. (laughs) Don't worry, we've been waiting for you at thethinkygirls.com.au to catch up. So, I suppose I like. So, I want to bring this topic into the the light of this conversation by kind of talking, like, for one minute about like my um, past health journey. I suppose Um, I grew up in like a household where we were um, conventionally really healthy. My mum and dad put a lot of effort into putting, like, good whole foods on our plate. Um, and I was always the healthy kid in school with, like, the apples and bananas as snacks as opposed to um, packets of chips and lollies and, you know, chocolate-coated muesli bars and stuff like that. Um, so then growing up and, you know, moving into adulthood, I've always had, like, health and wellness as a priority. And after, like, suffering and eating sort of back when I was, like, 14, 15, 16, um, I've kind of finally been able to come to a point in my health journey where I feel really good um, about myself and what I'm putting in my body and um, I take a lot of time and care to think about how I'm treating my body um, and what I'm putting in it. Dara, just, to, to, just, to, just yeah. to interject there for a bit, for anybody listening, I think it's important, um, you know, maybe somebody else is also going through those kinds of eating disorder stages. Can you let us know mm-hmm. a little bit about what your struggles were? Um. Yeah, it was really interesting. I'd always been such a healthy, active child. Um, I was never, ever, like, fat whatsoever. I definitely had a muscular build, which I'm super thankful for now, thanks to my parents and my genetics. But I think one day, I actually remember really clearly the the night that it started, sitting at the computer, tapping away at um, a a school assignment and my mom yelled out from the kitchen Dara do you want um some dessert I think she was cooking like a some sort of pudding or something and I just thought oh no I feel fat I'm not going to eat that and I think that that was the first kind of thought that I remember that kind of started like a spiral of really like a really negative time in my life so I just kind of restricted what I ate to a really bare minimum and exercised a lot as someone that that hasn't had an eating disorder Mm. And Christy, you can put your hand up and say that uh-huh. you, you know, you've suffered from stuff that's, you know, in your own way, but similar. Um, do you feel fat? Like when you, because you know that that really opened up a bit of an idea, an idea of what it's like at the yeah. beginning stages yeah. where you go. It's not necessarily for some people. I'm sure it is where you're looking in the mirror and you go, "I see that I'm fat." A bit of body dysmorphia, but yeah. but yeah, but in this instance, you felt it. Like, is yeah. that the case for a lot of people? And and what is that? Like, I think how that does that play out? Everyone's experience is different. I'm interested to get yours, um, Dara. But for me, I reckon I was probably about eighteen, nineteen, where I for a bit of time became bulimic, would like yeah. crazy binge when my parents were out, would eat things I didn't even want to eat because I had been so stringent and strict with myself that I wasn't allowed to eat these things and would have these blowouts maybe once a week and then But I'd, when but where did but that come from? The feel like I, the feeling like the feeling I did feel 
I there it's funny because there's almost like this two prong of it. Like I, I didn't have, you know, anorexia nervosa or body dysmorphia where I looked in the mirror and saw myself as a fat or an obese person. I could still see that I was, you know, within a healthy weight range, but the way that I felt, I felt yeah. disgusting. And it and although I could still see that I wasn't uh, yeah, that I wasn't morbidly obese, I felt bad enough and that I wanted to punish myself um, enough to feel gross enough that I that I would go to those levels because there's always somebody that you look at at school or in a magazine or online or whatever that is thinner than you. And that's what I picked up, um, Dara, like that feeling because yeah. I think a lot of us from the outside see it as you're standing in front of a mirror and seeing yourself as fat when you're not. But yeah. it's actually so much deeper than that, right? When you said that story, I was like, fuck, that yeah. I haven't – I haven't thought about it from that perspective before. Yeah. I think for the case for many girls, like many of my friends and people I know have had um, disordered eating. And I suppose I wouldn't say like I had full-blown anorexia nervosa, which I don't think many people do. But it's like you look in the mirror and you feel you feel like you don't like the way you look. You feel fat. Whereas you obviously can see that you're in a regular-ish body um, weight zone you might perceive yourself as being quite a lot heavier than you actually are but you don't necessarily well I didn't necessarily see myself as fat or obese I just felt really uncomfortable in my body and I felt like I was fat and I think it's really hard because at that time like between 14 and 16 everyone's going through puberty everyone's bodies are changing some bodies are changing faster than others and I think it's a really hard time being a girl because you're really starting to just get to know your body for the first time. Um, you're really kind of becoming aware of your body and the functions that your body um, is starting to, mm-hmm. you know, go about. And it's, yeah, I don't know, it was, it was a really tricky time for me. And I think it's a really difficult time for many, many girls out there. So with all of that being said, Dara, like, and the gem that you wanted to bring to the table today is obviously now mm-hmm. you've come full circle and you have this, you know, beautifully healthy relationship with yourself and your body and with food. So yeah. then, because I've noticed, I do follow you online, I follow you on Insta, you're, you're often posting about, um, you know, kind of food posts. But to me, they seem different to other food, hashtag fitness, hashtag fitspo things because they do seem a little bit more considered than other posts that I've seen other people that I follow pop up. Yeah, I really try and be kind of I, – not kind of. I do try and be really considered with what I post about online. Um, I had like well, – I've been diagnosed with, a, I suppose, a strain of Crohn's disease and I've also – gone from a vegetarian to a vegan diet in the past 12 months and both of those things have kind of happened at the same time which has like really changed the way I think about health and food and like nourishment and stuff like that and so when I post about food and I suppose lifestyle things on Instagram and Facebook I really try and um, present people with information that's relevant and correct and well thought out and if I'm talking about something that I'm eating it's something that I would want my followers to eat for example I always start my day I know this sounds probably pretty boring to most people but I always start it with like a big smoothie bowl where I chuck heaps and heaps of fruit and veggies in um, maybe some coconut oil some peanut butter and it's like just a brilliant way for me to start my day with all the good um, bits and pieces that my body needs and 
I always like to talk about this because I think so many people start the day with a really non-balanced meal or get the idea from other Instagram influencers by having their skinny fit tea, whatever they're bloody called, that they're going to start the day with a, a ping of energy, whereas they should actually be listening to their body, feeling how hungry they are, what they need for nourishment, um, and kind of planning their food around how they feel and what they've got on for that day. It's a funny world we live in because obviously we see everything that everybody does. You know, mm. like, you know, there was a time. Not well, even, we see what people project. Yeah, not even that long ago where you go, oh, my God, imagine, I can only imagine what it would be like. Like, what is Jennifer Aniston doing on a weekend? Or I wonder what, be, you know, um, Blake Lively wore to her wedding. Like, there was this mystery and unknown. Or I wonder what they eat yeah. for brekkie. But now you see, as you say, Stace, you know, that you know, what people are choosing to put out there anyway. But you do say, have a bit of yeah. an insight. I, and I am all about social media and online. It's kind of – I, but I am starting to think of there was a time where things were simpler. Mm. Um, it, they are very, it can be, like, so toxic. My boyfriend sent me a little video um, – is that the duck thing? Yeah, that's yeah. Philip. Here oh. he is. You can keep, you can say, yeah, you don't have to <laughs> stop mid-sentence. Okay, sure. I was just going to say my boyfriend sent me a, um, a video today that was on uh, social media about, it was just a guy who had, um, his heart was composed of the Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and Snapchat symbols and they painted veins through his body. So kind of insinuating that he was like living through social media and it was really disturbing. And so I, I replied to him saying, let's have uh, like a pretty social media free weekend if we can, just because it's nice to sometimes really get off that and kind of not be influenced in whatever way, you know, in your life. It's important. Yeah, it is mm. important to separate. Get ready cause here I come. Missed anything from the Thinker Girls this week? Don't worry. We've been waiting for you at thethinkergirls.com.au to catch up. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I don't know if I can get as competitive or aggressive. Like, you can still be an aggressive, you know, soon-to-be mum. Yeah. This is the one time uh, during the whole week that we don't have any control of what's going on for us to go up against each other and play. Today's game is... You used to call me on my cell phone. Hotline. Oh, this is good. Okay. How does this work, you guys? Hi, you've 
reached the Game Master. A sound grab will be played of an old school ringtone to the tune of a modern song. If you know the name of the song, you must shout your name as though answering the phone. For example, hello, this is Junior Burger speaking. The first contestant to guess three correct ringtones will be the winner. Oh, I, don't, I don't want to keep saying that you've got, I've got a, what's it, what's, what's an it? advantage. No, a disadvantage. Oh my God, you've got mummy brain. You've got mummy yeah. brain. Baby <laughs> brain. That's what's happening, you guys. I, yeah, maybe. All right, let's go. Oh, st- hello, this is Stacey speaking. Blue? Oh, yeah. She's doing some mummy dancing, hand on the belly. Next. Hello, Christy. this is Stacey. Oh. Okay, you got to answer. Oh, it's Michael Jackson and it is... Thriller. No, no. Is it... Ah, oh, is it Annie? Yeah, that's the song lyric. Annie, are you okay? Smooth Criminal. Oh. That's right, I did a tap dance to that one. No idea. Okay, one zero. Oh, that's so hard. Uh, this it's is so hello, this annoying. That for her, uh, skater boy. Oh yeah. Oh! Why is your dancing suddenly become dorky? Because I'm being a mum. <laughs> so if you, what is that game over now or what? Match point. Christy, hello. This is Christy. Oh, come say, on, uh, follow the freaking rules. <laughs> um, say my name. Oh yeah. My name. No one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. <laughs> Get her mum over here. So, what does that mean? This is, again is match point. If Stacey gets this right, she will win. <laughs> All right, finally. Hello, this is Christy. Macarena. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's go. This is Stacey. Hello, this is Stacey. No matter what I do. Three, two, one. I can't think of it. I don't actually know either. Oh, we need to go to another one. Far out. Chrissy, hello, this is Chrissy. Oh. Barbie girl. Oh, yeah. This is celebration. This week's winner is Stacey G. You're already in the Thinker Girls posse. Now let's make it Facebook official. Just search the Thinker Girls on Facey, Insta and Snapchat. I want to bring to the table something that's been on my mind for the last few months, actually. How... It can be quite surprising the people that you think should be supportive of you 110% and super blindly um, that sometimes aren't of your best <laughs> self. Seriously. Yeah. And, uh, surprising slash devastating. It is. Yeah. And I think it makes it more <laughs> devastating. Yeah, because I think I'm, I'm really lucky. I grew up in, in a family that I'm, I'm, clo- I'm really close to my family. Um, my brothers and sisters are like mates to me and – Although I live interstate from my family, I see them a lot and I talk to everybody. Like at at least every second day there'd be a phone call or with somebody, whether it's yeah, like – so I've got individual relationships with mum, dad, brother, sister, which is really nice. It's not just a, 
you know, one point of call and then I get the vibe on what everybody else in the family is doing. I've made sure that that's, that's something very important to me because I've lived away for a few years. Um, and the last, if you listen to the podcast or the show, I've been on a bit of a journey with um, my drinking and how it, it's been a really long time coming for me because for the last decade or so, I've been running away from the fact that I have issues with alcohol, I'm a blackout drunk, and it's something that I need to work on. And I've been avoiding that for a really long time. The guilt and the shame around who do I have to apologize to? What have I done? I, it's so funny when I hit, because we talk about it so much on a the lot. show. Yeah. But it's so funny because I feel like even we're at the point where people know that you're already further on the road now. Because you go back, and obviously Gretel doesn't. And if anyone's listening to it for the first time, I get it. Yeah. But it's funny just hearing you say that kind of background. In the past, I've gone, yep, 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 yep. But today hearing you, I feel like, I don't know, you're a person that is in the process or in the thick of being so much better. I feel disconnected you know I mean? from it now. Yeah. I do when I say you're, that loud. You're further on the track than yeah. I think you were when we were talking oh, about yeah, it yeah, last. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of go, oh, I'll paint the picture for everybody because you need this for context because it's not yeah. just like a thing where I go, oh, I'm, I think I might just you know, slow my drinking down because I'm going to lose weight or whatever. Before that, you were probably still dancing in that. Oh, yeah. Whereas now it doesn't feel – it feels like, a, yeah, the path. Yeah, and it and that feels really nice because it feels like it gets easier and easier. And I, and I haven't had a, a drink in the last almost four months now. And I feel, honestly, the happiest and the healthiest I have ever been physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And I think – there's been this beautiful whole um, roundedness to it where it's I not, not just feel really good in my body and myself, but it's also opened up this other kind of door to discovering my authentic self and what, I lo- what I'm interested in and what I like doing. And I don't know, I just feel – I feel well, really – is just one part of Yeah, you, I feel yeah. really good. But I felt, feel like the booze for a long time kind of dulled down those other – areas almost I don't know if that makes mm-hmm. sense yeah. yeah it does but yeah. I, I feel really good and I caught up with family over Christmas so going back a couple of months now and I was around I was staying at mum and dad's house so I was there probably for about it was about two weeks so it was a long time <laughs> <laughs> by the end of it I was like fuck get me out of here because they're going through a divorce it's all very awkward so there's just a lot going on you know um, and it's interesting because I'm open with my, I'm open with my family, but then I'm also not. So, like, I'll let them in on little bits and pieces, which probably sounds ludicrous because we are so open on the show and I'm so much more open with you and on the show speaking to randoms that listen to the radio sometimes than I am with my family. Well, I, I, I ain't no random. No, I just mean <laughs> like Joe Bloggs <laughs> listening would know probably more yeah. about my thought process around alcohol than I've let my yeah, dad know because I, know. I can't be fucked with the judgment yeah, yeah, yeah. and I can't be bothered and for good reason because as I realised over Christmas – I knew it was going to be a bit challenging and a bit confronting and that's that's the key word that I've been working on with my therapist. She's like, people are going to be confronted mm. by this because it's going to make them look at their own behaviour and the way that they and you're interact. you're young and everyone's like, what, do you really have a problem, blah, blah, blah. And if you've got a problem, what does that mean for me? Yeah. You know, what do I have to oh, start looking at myself? early on. Yeah. Early on the piece. I was just watching <laughs> people just drawers drop everywhere we went. I'm like, we're here for an hour. We don't have – if she doesn't have a drink, even when she was boozing, we probably wouldn't drink anyway. She will the fuck out. People freeze. So I went back 
at, at a full-on time because it was like catching up for Christmas drinks and dinners and it was like family Christmas and then um, another family Christmas and New Year's and there was a lot of uh, celebrations around booze and I thought, fuck, how am I going to go here? But I did really well and I actually felt really good and it was funny because on Christmas Day, things got a bit heightened between my family like I don't, my sister wasn't talking to me for half the day. Mum and Dad were like saying underlying things to each other because even though they're getting a divorce, we all spent the the Christmas day as a family. So of course, it's going to be dysfunctional, regardless. Oh, and yeah. and it was, it just didn't feel like a normal Christmas, obvious for obvious reasons. But Although it, it kind of was everybody's Christmas in a way. Yeah, that, that whole dysfunctionalism. But sorry, go on. But it is that, and that's the thing. Yeah. But you're, I think you're a bit. You've been. I think you've all sheltered each other from it. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, I'm just more aware. Because I was of like, it oh, now, I that's just yeah. you just deal like you've got to roll with the punches. <laughs> and anyway, my dad said something to me like, um, "Why aren't you having a drink?" I said, "No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm fine, thanks. I'm just having soda water." And he's like, "Have a drink," and I was like, "No, I'm fine. I know I don't want a drink." He's like, "What? You're not drinking at all?" I said, "No, I haven't for a little while. I'm fine, thank you." And then that was like Christmas and he didn't really say anything else. And then I went to bed because I cracked it because everyone was having a dig at each other. And I was like, I'm over this. I'm going to bed. And then and then I realized after my boyfriend told me the next day that my parents and in particular my dad were quizzing him saying, why is Christy giving up alcohol? Is that something you've told her to do? It wasn't something oh. that they thought I was A, capable of doing on my own as, a, as my own decision, but, but B, it must be some kind of instruction that she's been given the ultimatum and, and he, Zane must be saying, you give up booze or else. And he obviously was defended me and was like, no. But then there was another time we were at a family function and, and I said, oh, I don't feel that well. And my dad goes, you need to get some booze into you. This is, and this is kind of after things got a little bit awkward last time because I, I got a bit upset after that when I went to bed after Christmas. And I didn't say anything back at that, that time. But the second time that he said it, I thought, nah, I'm going to say something here. And I said, what do you mean? I said, I feel the best I've ever felt. And it'd be really nice if you, if you could see that and really support that because I feel really great. And he's like, you know you're not an alcoholic. And I was like, how do you fucking know whether I'm an alcoholic or not? He goes, if you're an alcoholic, I'm an alcoholic. Oh, there Every, it is. Everybody, there it is. he explicitly said those words because I've written them down in my journal a couple of times. <laughs> and, he, and I said, well, it's not about you. Like, it's about me. And, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you that I feel really, I feel really good. And, and I don't need you to justify my behaviour. And he said, you know, what are you, are you, are you quitting because you think you're an alcoholic? I said, yeah, actually, there was an element of me that, that suffered from an, from an addiction. And I'm finally coming to terms with that. And I'd really appreciate your support. And then we kind of went on and he kind of kept going on the same rant. And I've been thinking about it and thinking about that ever since. And I just was utterly devastated afterwards because, I don't know, you just kind of hope that those people in your life, regardless of what it means for them um, or their own shit, that that can be kind of put aside. Mm. Um, but it's interesting, isn't it? Alcohol is such a bonding factor in Australian society. There is, and in our industry, there is a drink everywhere you go. Every single place you go, there's alcohol. Mm. And people feel if you say that you're not drinking that you are not joining in. 
you're distancing yourself mm. and they respond differently to someone who doesn't drink. Your dad is clearly going through a whole lot of stuff. So he might have just wanted things to be normal on that Christmas day in the terms of everybody normally had a drink and bonded. Mm. And he might have thought this was one of the contributing factors. Remember, while it was a weird Christmas for you, imagine what it was like for mum and dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you I know, can't so, even imagine. Yeah, so often we look at ourselves in these situations and we forget other people have got stuff going on. The other thing is how you present it. So for periods in my life I haven't drunk, but now it was because I was pregnant. But the point is I had a reason. And I find now if I go out and I don't want to drink, if I say, oh, no, I'm still a bit crook from last night, that is a completely acceptable excuse in our society. <laughs> but if up. you say, mm. no, I've decided I've given up drinking, that is not acceptable. So once again, kind of in line with what we were talking about before, work out how you're selling the message. Because sometimes you can accept a glass and just sit on it. People don't even have to know that you're not drinking. You're just still holding it. Or feeling a bit crook. Or the doctor said I should cut back a bit because of my you know, he's worried about my sugar levels. Or if you give people a reason other than judgment, which is what people see as alcoholism or whatever else, you just might find the packaging of the message is actually the issue. Do yeah, I agree. Me? And I have experimented with that, like um, not telling people because, A, I feel like I don't know anybody in explanation anyway, but, B, it makes it a lot easier. And when I first – the first few social things I went to, you, I did that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like- but I think in this instance, because it was my family, I thought I don't need to make up anything – you know, yeah. I just felt like that that's a well, safe space. Also, it was you want I think deep down you also wanted to have the conversation. Here's your dad, you know, and you'd yeah. gone through a pretty yeah. big journey yourself and I think that was always gonna come up, you know. So I think yeah, it's different if you're going to a work thing, but I oh, think yeah, yeah, eventually yeah. and you also would have wanted to make a point to him. And he would have wanted to make his point back to you. Yeah, because we butt heads. Yes. And that's why we're close. But we also butt heads. But I think, yeah, it's funny. But it's, it is funny because I, I, I feel Because my mum, she struggles with drinking a bit and dad gets really mad at her for that. And I thought, if anything, far out, he'd be the he'd be definitely the person to understand or to go. That's a really good thing because you know he's been telling my mum that for years. So it's funny though, um, I find particularly in our society as well, we, we want everybody to be the same as us, uh, particularly Australian society. We don't want people to excel at things. We want everybody... I don't eat meat, for example. Now, that causes a stir. Oh, you don't eat meat. So I just don't tell people. I just don't order something with meat in it. And I haven't eaten meat for years and years and years and years and years. But it's amazing how people will still want to pass judgment on that. On your diet... And on what you're drinking. But once again, it boils down to, do I really need their approval? Or does it really matter? I mean, your parents have locked in a notion of who you are and what your relationship is, probably from when you were three or four. Not that you were drinking then. Yeah, I know yeah, that's true. Yeah, That's the way the family works. And I think sometimes it's a path to nowhere wanting our parents to accept things about us. It's... It, 
does that like what that makes, makes a lot of sense and I, it's I mean, actually very liberating it's the same thing like i i feel like i've always mum has always played this part as an adult she's like oh stacy's so embarrassed by me oh god <laughs> i'm like oh well i'm actually not like what's the di-? and you know she'll message like private message friends on facebook be like don't don't tell her you know this is I'm like what is this storyline like where <laughs> like where where i'm an adult like but I, as a kid you probably were embarrassed by it oh or maybe i was shyer then and that made her more comfortable. I don't know, but I get it because they tell they've got their own story for you. You're their child, and yeah. I am done as an adult also by fighting her story. She's entitled to it. She gave birth to me, so I and I have only realised that that realization I reckon is two weeks old. So, oh. um, but it is funny. Because, That's a good one. I'm yeah, glad but you've shared that. It, you're right, and I do. It does make sense, Greta, where you like let it go because in the end they do, I guess, have some right as well to have their own story. And if you don't agree, disagree, you know, you do agree, whatever it is, it doesn't really matter in terms of you going on with your day. Mm. And also passing like a, a judgment on dad on probably one of the most stressful days he's experienced or time, <laughs> his first Christmas going Gretel's through the I get it, slack. mate. I get it because like <laughs> – Oh, woe is me. That's how I feel <laughs> telling the story now. <laughs> but, yeah, I get it. Poor guy. <laughs> oh, God. No, you We've can cut him it. a bit of slack. We've but got no. Philip went off a long time ago. Were you part of this convo and want more? Join our Thinker Girls posse on Facebook, Instagram or thethinkergirls.com.au. Podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 